Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Today we finish officially the overall topic of classroom objects. Now we're going to move over to household objects. And I think we're also going to bring back some living life tips from the AOTA website like we did last year. We found a few other topics. We're going to intermingle it in the household objects. So stay with us because here on OT Talk, we like to give an occupational therapy spin on many objects, many activities, ideas that you could do involving fine motor ideas involving fine motor objects, getting the use of the fingers and the hands with all these everyday objects in the classroom and the household so that you and your child or others in your family or life can get the handle, can get the ability to work with these objects, to have the fingers manipulate the objects and to have the best hands-on experience from an OT spin here on OT Talk with Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at Maximum T-E-E at yahoo.com, and I'm your host, Mr. T. So let's talk paper, our last topic in the overall classroom objects. Before we switch over to some household objects, we have a lot of good topics coming towards you, some cool ideas around the home that you could take with you inside the house, outside the house. So let's finish up with paper. You can obviously use the paper for many, many things. It's a very common classroom object, but beyond the pencil and the paper, there are many cool things you could do with the paper. I love paper. I use paper all the time, not just for the pencil and pen and marker and crayon aspect on paper, which of course you could do using those ideal classroom objects, those classroom utensils with that tripod grasp, holding the pen and the pencil and the marker and the crayon on the paper with the thumb, the pointer, and the middle finger with the two versus the thumb to hold it right. But there are many other things you could do with paper. Glue on paper also is a wonderful thing to do. And many objects and many activities can be put on the paper using the glue on the paper. You can write letters and numbers and words and sentences on the paper especially when a kid has a goal, at least for me in the DOE, when he has a goal to scribble on the paper or to make marks on the paper, then to trace on the paper and then to copy on the paper because it goes in that progression. Usually developmentally, we want to use that paper to get them to write the things on. It's good to have highlighted paper, good to have raised paper with ridges and bumps and grooves to get some good feedback, some sensory feedback when they're writing on the paper. And uh, the paper I have now I found some paper that has the top line, the middle line, and the bottom line. The middle one is the one that has the dotted lines, and then there's the top one. And then you should write on the bottom line and going up for the capital letters and at least above the middle line for the lowercase letters. But I highlight the bottom line so they see the visual cue, the yellow line of where they should be writing on. So it's always good to have those. And we also mentioned last year that a raised surface is good to eliminate fighting against gravity. For a kid that puts too much pressure on the pencil, on the paper, and can rip the paper, a simple idea is to make a slanted surface. And you could do that making a do-it-yourself version, taking a, a binder, like a three-ring binder, like two or three inch, and putting the the slant towards you. So you, you look like you're going up the slope away from you. Then you put the paper on that. And as they write on the paper, it could help eliminate breaking the paper, breaking the pencil, or putting too much pressure. And it also could alleviate the gravity because now you have it on a slope and gravity is assisting you instead of fighting it. Paper is also very good for games. I play a lot of games on the paper. 
Hangman is a favorite of mine. Tic-tac-toe is another favorite of mine, especially using that writing utensil, holding it the right way, especially if you want them to get to learn letters, to learn different concepts, and to learn ideas. Let's say we do an animal, a dog, or a cat. They learn these animals, and they learn these letters as well. The top thing I did last year, on a weekly basis, I used to try to bring different activities to the lunchroom for my kid and his class, and a lot of things we did was origami-based. There's a lot of good things that you could do with origami, very simple things like a boat slash hat. I call it a paper airplane. It's not origami, but can also be used with the paper. And then we made other objects with the origami as well. Simple things like a talking dog. You could check out Easy Origami Crafts on Google if you want to see the visuals. Here we give you the auditory and the basis to go from there. You could always take our ideas and run with it. You could always look it up if you need the visual, even though we give you the auditory, because we do it as a radio show here following the wonderful radio format that I love to do. You could also make a hat from the paper, an airplane from the paper. There's many different types of airplanes that can be made. Cutting the paper with scissors is very good. Crafts can be made out of the paper. Using the scissors on the paper, following patterns, jagged lines, curved lines, etc. is good, but there's a progression to go. First, the simple lines, then the more complex lines, like a cross or an X. And then we go to simple shapes, like the square. Then we go to the circle. The circle is a little harder than the square because it doesn't have the defined borders. And then you go to the, the more complex geometric shapes, like the pentagon and the hexagon and the octagon, the stop sign, things like that. You just follow the progression. You can make a bipod plane, masks, a bookmark out of paper, cards, a holiday card, a birthday card, a Mother's Day card. You can make a, a butterfly out of the, out of the, uh, excuse me, out of the paper, and you can make a hand out of the paper using your own hand. Cutting out the hand also is a little bit difficult to follow, so you might want to give defined borders like we talked about in the scissors. You can make a hat and a star, a coupon book that could be redeemed throughout the year. For a couple, it could be couple worthy, but for kids, it could be coupon books like good for one star or good for one um, present or whatnot. And for couples, it could be simple like good for one round of chores, good for taking out the garbage. And you could also make monsters out of the paper, bracelets and necklaces, fake jewelry out of the paper. We call it paper jewelry or paper jewelry, paper jewelry. A collage is great to make out of the paper, especially if you do use different colors with the orange and the black and the yellow. Have them rip up the pieces of paper, which is good for the tripod grasp and for working out the muscles of the hands and the fingers and the wrists and the like. But also, even if you use the scissors, it's good to cut out those pieces and let them collage and make a beautiful art of the collage. Couponing can be also done using the paper sheep and a tree craft can be made. I've done this many times where we cut out the tree and then we rip and paste the different colors, the green for the tree and the leaves. And then you can do Brown for the bark of the tree and you can do little red pieces for some apples and green also at the bottom for the grass You make a whole tree and it involves different types of paper. There's so many types of paper we'll discuss in a second. You can make a crown out of the paper, a paper doll, a paper doll chain also can be made. The link chains also I think we're going to talk about in a minute. That's one of my favorite ones as well. You can make a fish out of the paper and paper weaving can be done. A hero cuff can be made out of paper, paper art, paper mache, of course. You could do from the paper, paper houses and glasses made out of paper. You can make a shark catcher or a shadow puppet, a sun hat, regular puppets, blossoms, paper lanterns was very cool. I saw online penguins, a marble run using the paper. 
And tissue paper is a type of paper that's really good. And you crumple up the tissue paper using that tripod grasp and put the pieces onto the paper with the glue and getting that to be its own collage. Or it could be the type of a face and it could be the, the, the beard and the hair of a face surrounding the face. It could be on the face. It could be around the face. Using the tissue paper is very good. Even if you use the tissue paper straight and putting it straight on without crumpling it is very good texture. Also construction paper. There are many types, of course, computer paper and the regular line paper. And you could also use a chain link and a caterpillar you can make out of the paper. We've talked about the chain link before. It's like a sukkah decoration that I consider it where you have strips of paper. You make lines in the paper. You cut out the lines and then each line becomes a strip of paper. You fold it and staple it and then you fold the next one through and staple it through and you keep going on and on and you have this whole awesome shape chain link thing situation you can make minions out of the paper and you can make sharks out of the paper also we have so many ideas and topics within the paper we're actually going to extend it for one more session one more podcast one more episode relating to paper we'll talk classroom objects paper next time here on ot talk with mr t and then we'll move over to, to household objects and we're going to embed some living tips also with different topics we found to help you out here on the show. And I'm your host, Mr. T.